Hey folks, welcome to this week's episode of The Natural Medic Adventures. My name is Craig, The Natural Medic. I'm trying to frame myself up on camera here. Ha! <laughs> there we go. And on this week's episode, we are going to talk about basic after-trip care of your common gear. We're going to talk about how to take care of your back, your sleeping gear, whether it's a sleeping bag, synthetic material, or a quilt with down. Also, just underneath the stuff, I'll have to show it to you later. Sleeping pad, foam pad if you use it, and tent. Just basic care that you should do after maybe every trip, maybe every other trip. Just depends on your local conditions, your local area, and what kind of things your stuff <laughs> is subject to. Okay? Before we get started on this, let's talk about some stuff that you might need. It's pretty easy. Probably all of us has an old toothbrush around. So I've got an old toothbrush here, nylon bristles. You don't want anything too rough or coarse. You can use a clean sponge or a washcloth. I've already soaked this one in water, just, just nice and uh, clear tap water. Cold tap water, you don't want to use warm water. You may need to have some Nick Wax handy. This Nick Wax here is the down version. They do have some for other gear as well. It actually works on hydrophobic or regular down. My particular quilt has hydrophobic down in there, so it's supposed to repel the water out. So it works on that. Now, as far as soap goes, you don't want to use regular detergent or dish detergent. That stuff is way too harsh. So use either what I said, like the Nick Wax for like gear cleaning, or you don't want to go that route. You can go with the Castile soap. This is the Dr. Bronner's 18-in-1 Hemp Baby Unscented Pure Castile Soap. This soap is very mild, no detergents, no things that are going to hurt your gear, and you don't need a whole lot of it. A little bit goes a long way. Trust me on that. And to use the water, I just have a little bit inside of this dish right here. It's just a little Rubbermaid, kind of Tupperware, whatever you want to call it, dish. Three or four drops of the soap in there. And I also have a whisk broom with dustpan when I get to the tent. Starting off, let's talk about your sleeping bag or your quilt. This one is pretty easy because what you want to do if you have a synthetic bag, this is uh, one you've probably seen in other videos. If you watch my other videos on my channel, the Mountain Smith in Antero, I believe is what it's called. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> the Antero is 35 degree synthetic bag, and it has a tag on the bottom. So, if in doubt, refer to the manufacturer's instructions. For any of this stuff I talk about today, always refer to the manufacturer's instructions. What it says on here for care instructions. Hand wash, cold, or front load washer. Gentle cycle, mild detergent, rinse thoroughly, tumble dry, low, or no heat. Do not bleach, do not dry clean, do not iron, do not store in stuff sack for extended periods of time. That is going to do is allow you to, to clean that in either a laundry facility or you can clean it by hand like in your sink or your bathtub or whatever. That works pretty easily. When you're finished, you're doing long-term storage of your bags. Probably the easiest thing to do if it doesn't come with an extra bag, like a cotton storage bag, just go to your local dollar store and pick you up just one of these mesh laundry bags. They're nice and breathable, they don't compress your bag, and they can store in there pretty easily. 
I have not took this one camping this season. I did wash it, I believe, last year. Haven't slept in it since, so it's in good shape. But if I needed to, I could take it to a laundry or wash it. No big deal by hand in the tub or in a big sink or something like that. Now, you may have seen this in another video as well. This is my quilt. It's a Featherstone Moondance quilt. And this one is rated 25 degrees. It has the hydrophobic down on there. The hydrophobic means that it repels water. It's not waterproof down, but normal down as it clumps up. So you don't need to uh, worry about it in this case. What you can do with this is when it gets dirty, you can use some of this Nick Wax down cleaner on it. It's not dirty. I've slept in it two times now on two trips this year. Since I got it earlier this year, you can see from the inside, it's clean. All I did to it was just put a little bit of it for breeze in it. And when I want to clean this, just like you would do with your other down quilts you might have, refer to the manufacturer's instructions. Hey, so far that was easy. Pretty good. Let's look at backpacks. This is a general deal for all backpacks. I just took this backpack on a trip to the Cross Timbers Trail in North Texas. It's on Lake Texoma on the Texas side, right above Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex, about 90 minutes from the Dallas-Fort Worth Airport. Nice trail. And I got a trip video coming out on that probably next, next episode, next week, hopefully. Anyway, for your backpack, what you need to do, open up all your compartments on your backpack, unload it. Turn it upside down, shake that bad boy out. If there's any dirt, debris, leaves, squirrel droppings, <laughs> whatever in there, you shake it out, it should come out. Now I do have a little bit of a stain on that. Let's take a look as to how we would get that out. I'm gonna go right over here. We're gonna turn the camera. Take a look at the stain. See, here's the stain right there. It was some tree sap, okay? So now we're gonna reposition the camera so we can see. What I'm gonna do, so I'm gonna take my nylon brush here, dip it in that, dip it in that water, just a little tub of Castile soap in, in, in water, and I'm gonna scrub on that. So I'm gonna take this, scrub on that, Scrub, scrub, and voila, the sap is gone. There you go. This, this bag is not particularly filthy. Like I said, it's only been on one trip. If you want to see a video where I do some more in-depth cleaning, please leave me a comment or send me an email if you're listening on the podcast, and we can do that, talk about that. So the next thing you want to do just to clean it up is just get your um, sponge or your washcloth you're just cleaning that up clean wipe all the surfaces down wipe the insides out all that good stuff through the magic of editing we're going to skip this part we've got it all washed off like i said it wasn't particularly super dirty but in this case i went ahead and wiped it all down and now we're going to rinse 
Just give it a good rinse off. All right, so now it's rinsed off. So now you're pretty much complete here with the clean backpack. So now what you want to do is hang it, if possible, out of the UV direct sunlight because you don't want to ruin all of these packs and materials and the ultraviolet light can break down over time. So like this particular pack, like most packs, has a waterproof coating on the uh, fabric and over time that fabric UV light can break it down. Now that it's, now that it's clean, I've rinsed it off, you want to go hang that um, up in your shower or in some place nearby so it's out of direct sunlight and it can dry off. Okay, let me get all the rest of that water out. Here we are back. I'm now, looking at sleeping pads. Now you've seen this sleeping pad in some videos. You can see up here on the top, it's got some dingy colors to it. It got discolored. So, again, I'm gonna, I'm gonna defer to your manufacturer. If you have a, a pad that's by Nemo or Thermarest or Sea to Summit, somebody else, I went directly to my manufacturer's website and it had instructions on here how to take care of it. So for my particular pad, it says to wipe it down with water and to use a mild detergent-free soap, in, that in this case, Castile soap, just like I have, to get off any stains. That's what I'm going to do. So let's take a look at that right over here. All right, so we've got our pad. It's got a little discoloration. So in some of those areas, I'm just going to scrub those with a little mild soap just to get that discoloration off. Because the main thing, according to what Climate said on their website, is, and this is true with any pad or any piece of gear for the most part, the main thing that's going to destroy your gear is dirt and sweat. So now that I have a quilt, I'm sleeping directly on the top of this mattress. Just a quilt in the back. So that is the issue that I have right there with those dark spots. But I can take my washcloth and just wash it down. And through the magic of editing, we can fast forward through all of that. Okay, and we're back. So, what we want to do is rinse this guy off. One thing I just recently got that's pretty neat is called the V-Sheet from Climate. Whatever pad you have, they may have a cover for your pad. So you can put that on there. I'm going to start using that on a trip. I just got it a couple weeks ago and I haven't used it yet. I will start using that to protect my pad. So basically it's like a sheet that goes over there and it has a place even you can tuck in your pillow. It helps keep your pad clean. So now, we rinse. You want to make sure that you keep your valve closed because you don't want water in there. And one of the things that uh, Climate says and a lot of other manufacturers say, I looked on Nemo's site as well, they really want you to blow it up with a pump sack or they want you to use an electric pump. What I like to use is right here. It's the Flextail gear pump. It works really great and it's not too expensive. Plus it's a light. I will have links to all this in the description below. 
and same as before. We want to leave this aired up until it's fully dried out. Oh yeah, so what climate says is to make sure the pad is fully dry and of course dry it out of the sun, not direct sunlight. Make sure it's fully dry and store it rolled up in its bag and try to fold it differently every time. Again, your manufacturer may be different, so check with your manufacturer to see what they say. Okay, now for our last outside trick. I do have, of course, a kind of accordion style, just generic foam pad. I put that underneath my climate pad. I'm not gonna bore you with cleaning it, but basically it's the same cleaning process. If you see some stains on it or dirt, you can scrub it off with a little Castile soap and a toothbrush or the washcloth or sponge. It doesn't really matter on this one. You can let it uh, air dry out of direct sunlight and then whenever it's ready you can just fold it up put the little straps on it or whatever however it folds up or what have you. Now we have the tent. This is a tent you've seen in other videos. It's the one person Walmart uh, backpackers tent. Not a very expensive tent but the reason I'm showing you all this stuff of course is because you want to take care of all of your all of your gear and just so you stick around for a bonus at the end here again through the magic of video we're going to set the tent up okay and we're back so tent set up I wish it was that fast in real life <laughs> and I wish my whole bag didn't fall into the water that's okay so for this part, we're gonna need our whisk broom. Now, particularly if you had your tent, you were in a rainstorm, there was a lot of condensation, snowfall, dirt, whatever. As soon as you get a chance, you wanna, when you get home from your trip, you wanna set it up. Because a lot of that stuff, just as we said before, kinda of sound like a repeating record, can make it where your gear goes to an early grave and we don't want that so i'm gonna go ahead and roll up the vestibule so you, so you can see a little easier it was pretty sandy the last place that i was and i'll bring the camera up here so you can see so there's some grass dirt debris in here we need to get that out. So, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to get my trusty witch broom here, whisk broom. Kneel down in here, get it, get all the dirt, and I can just sweep it just like that. Now, if you have another tent that's a little bit more of a freestanding one, you can unstake it and pick it up and shake it out. That. This one is semi freestanding. We'll try that in a second, <laughs> but I don't know how good it's going to work. And just while you have your, oh good, I stepped right on the water. While you have your tent set up, inspect all the seams for any tears, holes, things like that. Follow your manufacturer's instructions if you want to rewaterproof it. I don't think you need to rewaterproof a tent like all the time. Maybe once every couple of years, depending on how much you use it and what kind of conditions you're in. But that's where we are with that. So that is 
pretty much that. Now, if this was dirty, I could take my hose, of course, and spray it off, and nothing, no big deal there, because this has that, that'll get all that dirt and stuff off, which is not going to stay on the fabric and make it worse. So let's go ahead and we're going to try to unstake it now and shake it out, if I can get the door to stay put. That is the challenge. It doesn't work as good with this one because it just has the one central pole, but it still works. I got most of it out with the whispering, but I was able to get more out like that. Now, of course, when I stand it up, it's probably going to fall over, which is fine. So now what I would do since I cleaned it out, I want to make sure I'm going to hang it up. I can hang it in my bathroom. I can hang it in my, in this case, I'm going to hang it on the patio out of the sun, and it'll be able to uh, air out and not be put up wet. Again, check with your manufacturers because most tents that I know of, once it's dry and clean, you can roll it up and put it in its bag. And we got one last, we got one last bonus area we're gonna go to coming up in one second. Okay, folks, so for this last part, the night monkey. Haha, <laughs> cleaning kitchen gear. If you have a spork that you eat with, or a long spoon of some kind, make sure you clean those after your trip. There's no telling what kind of food or dirt or whatever's on that old coffee in your coffee cup. Clean that. I've already cleaned these. Your cook can or cook kit, clean that out. I got the stove inside of here. Wipe that down. If you have the PZO electric starters, you probably don't want to get those wet or immerse those because they might stop working. So keep that in mind. Last thing I want to show you is about how to um, back flush your water filter. So common water filter, Sawyer, whether it's a Sawyer Mini, a Micro, or a Squeeze, they all work the same way. Little tubules inside of here, bad water comes in here, in other words, the unfiltered water, and then you drink or fill your bottles like that. Take some clean water and put it in a cup. So already filtered water or water from a tap. Put your drinking end in the water. Now, I don't like to use the standard one right there that it comes with because I never could get it to work. It didn't make a good seal. So this is just a regular child's medicine dispenser type uh, syringe. <clears throat> Fits right in there. So to back flush it, you're going to draw... Oops. You're going to draw that water out. Now, it's going to be a little bit tedious to do it with a smaller filter. You're not going to be able to pull as much volume out. When I came back from Lake Texoma at Cross Timbers Trail... The water I was back flushing was brown. <laughs> so uh, do that, and then you can either squirt it down the sink if you're inside, down the drain, or squirt it on the ground. Don't squirt it back in the same container because you're putting dirty water in your clean water. Okay, one more time. There you go. So now you've back flushed your filter. Easy as pie. So if this video gave you value of any kind, give me the good old thumbs up. Listening on the podcast, I'm of course going to put a video link so you can watch this. And as always, if you click on any of the links below, help support the channel. No additional cost to you. Thanks so much for watching, y'all. I'll see you on the trail. Thanks.